Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever had to tell someone you edited something? What's going on there? Like, hey, you edit that video? Yeah, I edited it. That's too many diddits. We fucked up as a language. Too many diddits. It sounds like a handful of marbles cascading down a hardwood staircase. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet. It's Tuesday night, and this is the panelsonpages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) Conclude my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what is happening out there, beautiful people? Today is Tuesday, uh, April the 18th. Look at that. I was my birthday day, fellas. Oh, shit. Oh. This is episode number 378 of the panels on podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Braun! <laughs> Jose Guzman. I still can't believe we got Sounders, y'all. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. I'll burn down my house to keep it from those squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. He already taught them how to put out fires. <laughs> Made me laugh. Damn it! Hard. Uh, with friends like these guys, I'm just telling you. So, yeah, man, uh, let's talk. Let's fucking get into it. Uh, Easter weekend, my family, not religious at all, give a fuck about Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Like a good gathering, though, that's fun. I'm waiting uh, Easter morning because it had been a little while. I knew Easter was going to be a cheat day. Just, you know, word to the pro tip. You guys are on any kind of a diet or anything like that, and you you know kind of factor in cheat days into that, do yourself a favor. Way in, morning of. Don't, <laughs> it's just uh, that's a free one. You can have that. That's free. So I uh, did that. I went in, and um, for the first time ever, I have broken my high school weight, which is kind of a big deal. It's kind of rad. Oh, the king so is I, back. Nice. I've not been wildly consistent with this thing. Uh, One but step I'm, closer to unsheathing that fucking sword. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, he's unsheathing a sword, all right. We need one of those, um, like, how they're going back and reenacting childhood photos then and now. (laughs) Yes! Oh, yeah. We need need that exact same night photo, but, like, now. I fucking, I 
I guarantee God. Oh, I, like an oil painting of it. There's no <laughs> way I don't have that crown somewhere. I'll get rid of anything. That fucker under someplace. But yeah. Uh, only uh, thing is, you know, I was still a tubby bitch back then too. So we're, we're not quite. We got a road to go yet. We got a road to go, but it's gonna be all right. But uh, again, I've not been wildly consistent with this thing in the past couple of years. But all said and done, I'm down fifty three pounds. Which nice. Is, uh, wow. Look at you, Slim. Every once in a while, like Facebook will come, like, hey, here's a memory from four years ago. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Look at that guy. That tubby bitch. Oh, God. Hey, remember when you were a fat fuck? Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there, there, there was one today because today uh, was uh, C2E2 2012. And one of my memories was a picture Potato Joe took of me and Jose on stage at Pop Pyramid. And it's just this great, like, side shot where I wasn't posing and I was wearing the green population shirt. So, you know, it, it just shows everything. It's like, oh, that's yeah, no shadows. Just spectacular. Yeah. Just yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I saw the same photo, but of me. Yeah. Uh, same thing. You know, <laughs> reading a card, looking down at a card. So my lack of chin is very much accented. Uh, you know, just really. Fucking solid photo work from whoever the hell took that picture. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for tagging me too, Potato Joe. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, uh, celebrated that milestone by just eating all the carbs. Cause we, we went, not by design, but everyone and their fucking mom that we went to. We went to a couple different places and everyone was having, you know, mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and shit. So I'm like, you know what? All right, fine. Because Nicole... She 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 tolerates this journey that I'm on. She's like motherfucker, don't ruin Easter for me. Okay, <laughs> fine. But uh, it was lovely. We went to uh, my friend Jennifer's house. Her family has kind of taken us in, in the past few weeks. So we went to their place, and the kids had Easter eggs, and we had great food. And then we went to mom's house for a little bit. Like it was a fucking lovely day. Culminated in a big water gun fight which i did not partake in because i fucking hate being wet in jeans and oh yeah that's the worst it is the fucking worst so like mom busts out these water guns and everyone of me i felt like the fucking the grinch like i don't i'm not gonna fucking no i'm not gonna no it's easter water guns are fourth of july toys yeah that's not an easter (laughs) thing fourth of Uh, july memorial day and i'll i'll give you um veterans day Sure. If, my, my family is nothing if not unorthodox. Oh, Labor so. Day. Labor Day. Not Veterans Day. Yeah. I like to celebrate when people give their lives for me by squirting my friends with the water. Well, water gun, Jack, whatever the hell we goddamn please. Fucking Jax looked like he had some water gun PTSD sticking it in his mouth. <laughs> Jesus. That's what's funny. So fucking funny. Your son uh, is a a, good time. an insane person. I love him. <laughs> your son's going to be the next Joey Janela. <laughs> he might be. He just might be. You know what? The boy could do worse. He's got, he's got a wrestler name already. Jax Rodriguez is, is a fucking, like, now coming to the ring, Jax Rodriguez. There you go. Fuck, his middle name is Orion. For yeah, Christ there sake. you go. Pretty, pretty badass. He's got to be a little, little, little monster. But yeah, that was great. We um, well, see, uh, did a little uh, Frankensteining. I managed to get a Red Dragon Thunder Zord, old old school, on eBay for the cheap to fix some broken pieces on mine. This is a junker thing. So I disassembled the arms, 
the problem is there's this weird pin that I have never seen on any other toy I've ever owned that connects the arms and they split apart to become the dragon legs. And it was fine the whole life when I was a kid. But like the first time I fucked with it as an adult, both of them broke right the fuck off, which of broke course. my heart in turn. Now, you know, the way it's designed, it can still become the arm, no problem, but getting it back in dragon mode was kind of a no-go. Because you, you can't glue those pieces because of how they move. So I bought this replacement. Split the arms, reassemble the arm, put them together. Went to open the hands. The exact same fucking thing happened and the fingers broke off. Oh. Of the new arm. But on the side of the new arm that was not broken on the old arm, so I had to disassemble the arm, put one half of the old arm on the new arm, good to go. <laughs> and I'm almost, I did not sneeze, but I almost did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, quite the journey, but I managed to get a full fucking figure out of it, and I don't think I'll ever drag in that son of a bitch again, because tricky business, those fucking pins, man. Tricky stuff. Uh, finished Legion. And Ooh, I so haven't good. finished yet. Man, I, just fin- it's yeah, good. I finished it up too, just because like I had forgotten about it and I was like, oh shit, I still have one more episode of that to go. Yeah, I had a couple. I watched a couple back to back and just what a fucking I I will say I'm kinda glad I started it after Iron Fist. Oh for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, As I, I said to... on uh, Twitter last night, after a brilliant show like Legion, I can't put up with the subpar shit that is Iron Fist. It's just so different. Like it, it, I, it is very much more of an X Men show than any of us expected it to be. Yes, because like, you know, there's no no Xavier in it. You know, no full on Xavier, but there are some allusions, perhaps, to him. Maybe, perhaps, allusions to Xavier. But you know, it's about mutants, and you know, fucking the the villain turns out to be someone who is kind of a credited X Men villain, which is kind of great, you know. Like there's, it's more in that world than we ever thought it would be, and I was very quick to dismiss it when they announced it. But it's 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 fucking it's beautiful. It's a masterpiece yeah. of TV. Well, we yeah. we had been trained to dismiss it considering the pa- everything they've done with the X Men in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's so. It's so good. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Inception had a baby movie that was directed by Michelle Gondry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll take that. It's I mean it's gorgeous. Um all the performances are wonderful. They are they take really weird chances with like the way they present yeah. the story. Like there's one of the episodes I watched of the night, I forget which one it was. These are the last of the one before. Uh, had a whole sequence that's in black and white done in the style of like silent movies. So like, you know, someone will scream and then like a card comes up with what they said. Like, you know, yeah, that scene for... was awesome. That's it's cool. fucking cool. It sounds ridiculous, but it I, I have works. not got there yet then. It's fucking cool. Like it all works in the context of what's going on around it. It's just neat. Really, it's really neat. Beautiful. Yeah, it is gorgeous. It's beautiful. The colors. Yeah, I... I really think it might be the best looking superhero and, comic comic adaptation thing. From look, a- with with Deadpool, Logan, this Fox is bringing it. Yeah, they're they're on a roll, and I kind of dig this idea that if they can keep doing this, 
let them keep it and put out like your edgier R-rated shit through Sony and and uh, Fox, and then keep like the wholesome shit there. But eventually have it all meet in the middle. It's just it's just really cool. And like there's these weird like these weird little an- anachronisms too that sometimes what they're wearing looks very like you know mod from the 60s but not everyone you know but they're using modern technology you know to talk about emails and shit so it puts it in this really weird place that is really of every and yet no time period which i think is really really smart yeah you cannot nail down oh it takes place in this year (laughs) yeah just beautiful beautiful yeah i i really think this show is a breakout role for aubrey plaza she Dude. is incredible. Oh, in yeah, I, lo- I love her in that. Yeah. I, I was always a fan, but like, so great in this, and like, <clears throat> disturbingly hot in a number of Got scenes there. where she's really scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking, it's wonderful. If you if you haven't watched it, uh, I think the whole season is on Hulu. I don't is think they're dropping episodes ready? off. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it's fucking wonderful and kind of. Speaking of X-Men, uh, I want to tell you a story of escalating Wolverine spoilers. So, <laughs> okay. Wednesday, new comic books come out. And I see uh, uh, a headline on my Twitter that said, uh, Did Marvel just uh, unveil a new Wolverine? Question mark? I'm like, oh, all right. That's interesting. wonder what that's about couple hours later see a different headline from another site said marvel just said wolverine's son is the new logan's son is the new wolverine i'm like oh uh okay all right i guess we know what happened there i mean that's that's, all right haven't seen doc in a little bit because doc is gonna be wolverine again that's cool a couple hours later third headline from a different site logan's son is the new wolverine dot 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 and no we don't mean (laughs) docking Fuck! Stop it! (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you doing to me? (laughs) And you know what? Then I read the goddamn issue, and at no point do they say this is Wolverine's son. (laughs) No, it's that shitty kid from the Ultimate Universe. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, and that made me immediately... Well, I didn't really give a fuck about that book to begin with, but I was like, oh, wait, we're doing Ultimate shit? I'm out. But Ultimate Thor is uh, coming back too. But yeah, um, that's Jason, right. If Jason Aaron's writing that, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so that one's gonna be, be good. So it was just kind of fucking goofy. And uh, last thing we'll talk about real quick, um, we had this issue come up at work where there was some the all we had these big TVs where they just mounted on the walls and they're supposed to show like all these sales stats or whatever. And they're all controlled by one PC, one one software on one PC. And they fired the one guy who knew how that thing worked. So, <laughs> so come Monday or Tuesday, though it was last week, it was been Thursday, I guess. Uh, all the something fucks up, like the screen starts showing they're not supposed to show, and so I go talk to our IT guy, and he's not like, you know, it's fine. And I'm like, hey, like, uh, have you looked up at the wall? Do you see these giant televisions? Yeah. Okay. Let's address that. <laughs> and he says, Oh, okay, cool. And an hour goes by, and they're still not addressed. And I go back and say, hey, man, what's going on here? Go, yeah, um, the new guy is looking into it. Cool, great. 
an hour goes by, nothing goes on. I'm like, what's happening? He goes, I mean, can you, I mean, can you go see if there's something, if you can help him out? I'm like, okay, sure, fine. So I go, I go and knock on the little door and I go into the office. And I see the new guy there. I'm like, hey, uh, uh, homeboy said I should come check it out and see maybe there's something I can do. And he goes, well, um, uh, uh, what are your qualifications? I said, I'm fucking brilliant. Now, where's this machine? <laughs> and he, he fucking shook his head and pointed at the machine, and I fixed the goddamn problem and walked out. And I said, I'm Lee, by the way. Fucking, what are my qualifications? Fuck you. You didn't fix it for three hours. <laughs> and, then, and then the guy was like, okay, can you install my new dishwasher and oven? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We all have our strengths. <laughs> yeah. I spent four days installing a fucking dishwasher. It was miserable, you guys. It was fucking miserable. It just. And in case you're wondering at home what that involves, it involves uh, three hoses. That's all it takes. A hose at. It is, it is not technically difficult, but man, when you got just giant ham hands in tight spaces <laughs> and a. Let's call it, let's generally call it a limited selection of tools. <laughs> <laughs> Even the easiest project, very complicated. <laughs> Lee goes into his toolbox and grabs a wrench, and then uh, he starts cranking on the wrench, and it accidentally turns into Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you say that, but if they had that, I would actually have that wrench. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I bought three fucking wrenches last week. It was ridiculous. And Nicole's like, uh, so, uh, you know, you could probably do that again, right, if you had to. I go, no, next time we're hiring somebody to do it. Fuck it. I don't care. Well, when they deliver it, like, you could pay extra for them to install it, I think, most places. The yeah. fee was like $110. Whoa! Is, yeah. Yeah. It was kind Come of a on. lot. Like, Come, that is too much, Lowe's. Yeah. Get off. Exactly. Like, just hook the shit up. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I'm paying someone $100 to do this because, again, it is just three hoses. But then but then again, Lee, you did spend four Boy, days on it. <laughs> yeah. man, oh, man. Was some, that you know, time you put into it worth $110? I find myself doing the math. I'm like, okay, if I'm at my actual job, I make X amount of money. I've been doing this for about this long, blah, 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 and I'm in the hole $180. <laughs> 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 like fuck. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all I got, man. What's going on, Kelly? Uh not much. Uh as if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen that I've been battling squirrels lately. Oh, those little fuckers, man. So on Sunday, I believe it was, I heard skittering on the wall and like, you know, knocking. So I I look outside and there's a squirrel just <laughs> on the Kelly side. Goes, Kelly goes, go-go-go-go-go-go-go-go-go! I look outside the door, I see a squirrel on the wall, I just go, squirrel! Get down! And he does. He knows he's doing something bad. Turn those lights off! So I was like, alright, we'll deal with that later. Monday comes along, Monday's my day off, so I was... Yeah, so I was sitting there reading something before I was going to start my Monday chores of cleaning the house and whatnot, and then all of a sudden I hear that same sound, look outside again, there's that fat fucking squirrel. <laughs> and believe believe me, 
It's a fat ass squirrel. <laughs> so I yelled at him again. Hey, get on, get off there. So I had to keep yelling at him. So eventually, I went outside and got a tree trimmer, two saws, and an axe. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I chopped down the top of that tree, so now he can't reach the tiny hole he was making. Oh man. <laughs> I filled up I an entire garbage piss bin. You off. I filled up an entire garbage bin with chunks of tree. Because <laughs> fuck you, squirrel. You're not. You remember the time I told house? a story about how it took four days to install a dishwasher? This <laughs> <laughs> is called Kelly. Kelly gets shit done. <laughs> <laughs> my hands hurt today from from trimming. <laughs> oh no doubt. That's, that's and then chopping up hurt. the chopping up the the branches into smaller branches so they actually fit in the garbage can. <laughs> Fucking hey, right, man. Good for you. Just shirtless. But then of course I I was you know I'm listening to like a podcast while I'm doing it so I have earbuds in and that means don't talk to me obviously. But of course you get one guy that walks by and you know oh you want to chop down and you're hacking a tree up with an axe like fuck yeah. off keep walking yeah you want to chop down some trees in my house it's like no fuck off no <laughs> I want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm not out here for talking. I'm you out here for chopping. You want to come my lawn for a quarter? <laughs> You're looking real good with your shirt off chopping down that tree, Kelly. <laughs> you want to come I over and give help. me a foot rub? <laughs> you know, it was... It's cold lemonade. Maybe put some ices on your chest. I was pretty yeah. thankful it was like 50 yesterday, so I was wearing a sweatshirt, which was good because like all around... It was a pine tree that I was chopping down. But all around it, a bunch of, like, little non-pine trees. Like I don't those little bitch it. trees? Yeah. Yeah, those were growing. But they fucking have thorns all over them. So, yeah. like, I would look into my, I would look at my sleeve, and it would just be full of broken off thorns. So I was like, man, these would be fucking up my arms if I didn't have you here, sleeve. <laughs> so pluck them out, throw them on the ground, <laughs> and go back on my way. He's like, sleeve, you're my only friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being cold out so I could wear this sweatshirt. <laughs> and then I think that's about it. I haven't really done anything lately. That's a goddamn adventure and a half, man. Yeah. It's you. What you got going on, Nyes? Well, uh, this weekend was Star Wars Celebration Orlando. and Oh, that's right. <clears throat> you know, that's that's our stomping grounds. Uh, we, we might not be as in with Reed Pop as we used to be, but we were still able to pull some strings and get uh get get four four day adult tickets for me and Jose and uh, Mary and Cher and nice. So we planned to make a make a big old four day weekend out of it. You know, it was Easter weekend. Uh, Mary was off for Good Friday, so we we were gonna do it upright. We were gonna see how the other half lives. You know, like actually go into a convention and get to experience something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm looking at their website, and I'm seeing that they have instructions on how to spend the night to wait in line. What? Like what? Like policies on how to spend the night. What they were doing was they were letting people inside at like 8 p.m. at night, and they were only letting a certain amount of people in. They were closing the doors at like 9, I think. And letting people stay overnight inside. They weren't doing any like outside queuing or anything like that. And once I saw That's that fucking stupid. 
once I saw that they were they had policies for people staying overnight, I was like, you know what? We're not getting into that 40th anniversary panel on Thursday morning. <laughs> Mary no, had to You sure the fuck aren't. Mary had to work anyhow, and we've already done our staying overnight to see that George Lucas panel hosted by John Stewart from shit 2010. You know, me and Mary went out there at like 3 4 in the morning. And we didn't really stay overnight, but we, we might have caught a couple naps here and there on the Orange County Convention really? Center floor. No shit. I did not know you did that. So, yeah, you know, that was 2010. That was seven years ago. That was in our younger days. And yeah. we're not staying overnight to get into a fucking panel these days. So we scratched Thursday off the list. So we're planning on Friday. Friday, they're doing the Last Jedi panel at 11 in the morning. And after seeing the crowds, you know, lining up the night before for the 40th anniversary panel, we're like, yeah, we're probably not getting into that. But uh, me and Mary wanted to see the Mark Hamill tribute to Carrie Fisher, which was like uh, at 530 in the afternoon on Friday. So me and Mary made the plan. Jose had already made the statement, I ain't standing in no fucking lines. <laughs> no, 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 not so, so I said to I'm Jose... I'm waiting for shit. I told Jose, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you afternoon at some point. So me and Mary had a plan to get out there between 8 and 9 o'clock to try and get wristbands for the uh, Carrie Fisher tribute. What they do is... Uh, now, instead of just having you wait in line all day, because they want you to spend money in the on the show floor and in the store, is they give out wristbands for all the, the big panels. And you can get two wristbands per day. So we were like, okay, well, let's get there between 8 and 9, try and get this Carrie Fisher tribute wristband, and then maybe we'll try to get... Because uh, they were also showing the Last Jedi panel streaming in the other two stages there was the main stage and then the two extra stages we're like well we can try and get a wristband for that and at least watch it so uh we're on our way there and she's already online she sees the last jedi main stage panel and then the streaming rooms were already gone the wristbands were already gone for that we're pulling up to the convention center we're about just about to park and she sees that the wristbands for the carrie fisher tribute we're, we're all gone. So you know what we did? We turned our happy asses around, came, ba- <laughs> came back home, and watched the Last Jedi panel from the comfort of our couch. There you go. Yeah, you did. Then we fucking strolled back out there about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, checked out the show floor, met up with Jose and Cher, our, our buddy Pavan from India, who was there working the show, got us some wristbands to... Uh, 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 heroines of star wars panel which was it was super girl girl powery y'all like well sure but by by the doll too what it's the only way it's the the only way we can spread positive female roles by this doll (laughs) yeah yeah like they're they're pressing the girl power issue and then they announced this uh, Star Wars, I forget what it's called, but it's they're doing little YouTube shorts, hand-drawn animation with uh, little stories. With, Force of Destiny. Uh, okay, it's... Um, Forces of Destiny. Yes. Little Something stories like about Leia, little stories about Rey, little stories about Padme, uh, Jyn Erso. Uh, <laughs> in between. Padme. 
Exactly. They're, they're like uh, uh, in between. You know, you see the guy exit the stage left one scene, and then you don't see him for a while, and he comes back in. Well, this is the shit he was doing in between. In between. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so little they can like take some liberties with the storytelling. Little animated deleted scenes. And then they're like, right, oh, and also cute. also we'll have dolls for this. <laughs> so check out these dolls. Girl power and all, but dolls. We, we will have dolls. So that was fun. Uh, and and where's Daisy- Ray? Buy this doll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Daisy Ridley had actually made a surprise appearance at that panel. So that's cool. She's, she's a beautiful tropical fish. <laughs> she is a, right. a wonderful sn- a sunflower. Uh, Not where I saw that going, but okay. (laughs) Wow. Those are odd adjectives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the things... We were looking for a couple things at the show. But the thing that Mary and I bought that we were most excited for was we got to the booth where they have all the like Darth Vader toasters that burn Star Wars into your bread. Like this, This is the company that actually makes those products. They had a fucking... Anakin Skywalker lightsaber immersion blender. You know, what, one of those that, man? one of those stick stick blenders that you hold in your hand and you you stick it in whatever you want to blend and and you just blend it up. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Tw- 20 bucks. We we're like fucking sold. <laughs> no shit, really? <laughs> fucking sold. I don't like chunky tomato sauce. Let's do this. <laughs> like even even if it's shitty, like 20 bucks. That's that's pretty decent for yeah, that's yeah. cool man like yeah. like a real immersion blender you're probably gonna be paying a hundred hundred fifty bucks at least so that was cool uh, the the next day I made BB-8 waffles in our BB-8 waffle iron and used the Anakin immersion blender to mix up the waffle batter nice uh, my mother in law got us the BB-8 waffle maker for Christmas we already had a regular waffle maker which I hate I hate making waffles, but my wife loves waffles. She prefers waffles over pancakes. So I see this fucking BB-8 waffle maker, and I immediately put it in a shelf in the corner and never open it. But then <laughs> we're, we're at the booth with the Anakin Immersion Blender, and it's the same company that made the BB-8 waffle maker, and I bring that up as, like, you know, conversation, like, hey, we got your waffle maker. And as we're leaving, she's like, oh, I see I see you you like our waffle maker now. It looks like someone's making me fucking waffles tomorrow, goddammit. <laughs> uh, I want to say this about Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Obviously, I'm not as fanatical as some people are because I'm not willing to stay overnight to, to watch a panel. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I I proposed to my wife in front of a rancor, so beat that. Which that was kind of uh, disappointing. They had Roxy the Rancor set up behind the the Star Wars Live set, so like you couldn't get photo ops with her or anything because they were always oh, okay. shoot they were sh- always shooting shit for their their live stream, so you couldn't really get access. But what's the point of bringing her if you're not able to take pictures with her? Well, weird. Be, be, because yeah. it, it was it was a good background for their little interview uh, stage. Yeah, so. That's true. So have you guys heard if this? You're part of the live stream team, you nailed it. If you're part of the like, I went to go take a picture with it. Right. <laughs> hey, fuck off. Have you guys heard this Captain Rex thing that's going around? No. So 
Captain, do you know Captain? Who Captain Rex is? Nope. No. Captain Rex. Is he a dinosaur? He is a clone trooper. He was wow. in a. Ta- oh, uh, wait. I had someone call me at work and ask if we had Captain Rex action and a Captain Rex action figure. <laughs> uh, what was the the animated Clone Wars? Captain Rex okay. is, a, is a clone trooper. He was in the Clone Wars series, and he's like one of the the main clone characters. He's like a big deal. He's also in Rebels, and he's kind of he has defected, so he's kind of he is one of the Rebels. But it's he looks like Jango Fett, but now he's got a beard because he's he's older. Rebels takes place much further after Clone okay. Wars. Okay, so the are the clones starting to get fucked up? Yeah, like, can he, like, not say waffles correctly or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch either of those shows. But I, I know enough about him. So apparently one of the Star Wars story editors, uh, one of the main guys behind keeping all the, the continuity in check, implied that Captain Rex is actually this fucking old guy soldier who was basically a glorified extra in Return of the Jedi. When they're on Endor, there's an old guy with a white beard who's one of the rebel soldiers on Endor, and they're trying to say that Captain Rex is that guy. And I'm like, all right, y'all. I'm all for continuity. I'm all for fucking Easter eggs. But you're stretching. Yeah. You made this... What? Yeah, but like, what... Purpose does that possibly serve? There's no purpose besides fan service. Like, meanwhile, you ask George Lucas, and he says, "Oh yeah, that's totally what I meant." Play that jazz. Like that <laughs> irked me so much. <laughs> like, th- th- I feel like that's worse than midichlorians almost. It, it's like explaining something that doesn't need to be explained. Yeah, that's just utterly because, unnecessary. Uh, like. As far as I know, Captain Rex is a uh, a high-profile supporting character on Clone Wars and Rebels. So you're going to relegate him to a fucking background extra just so you can? That's so weird. It's pretty dumb. I hate it. Is that guy still alive? Does he know? The, you know what? That's <laughs> what I said. It was like, I hope they're prepared to fucking give him merchandising rights for all the Captain Rex action figures. Right. No shit, still right? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, so, l- let me tell you this. So, we, oh, me and Mary probably got to celebration at about 1 o'clock on Friday. Uh, Jose and Cher got there a little bit earlier than us. And we stayed until they closed at 7. We got to hang out with Leo for a little bit. Got to talk with Pava and got to see some people from Reed Pop that we haven't seen in a while. Got to see some people from uh, that maybe we didn't want to see. <laughs> you know who you are. But holy fucking shit, you guys. This six hours I spent at this convention as a fan, I was more exhausted than any four-day convention that I've worked In six hours, I walked 21,000 steps. Jesus! 21,000 steps in six hours. To the point where we were supposed to hang out with Pavan afterwards. And I was, uh, we we went to Five Guys. And once Jose got the message from Pavan that he was ready to hang out, I was like, nope, nope, not going to do it. I'm going home. Tell him I said what's up. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, By the way, 
uh, Five Guys has milkshakes now. Milkshakes! And they're pretty good. Now, he, I don't know here's if what's weird. I don't know if they're $4 good, but they're pretty good. We ordered the milkshake for the first time because I saw it on the menu. I was like, this This isn't normal. Because I feel that <laughs> like, if like, this was normal, this? the... Uh, traditional five guys on the way home from the airport, those would have been in the pictures. <laughs> yeah. The so there's no way. So order it, get it, and it's on the table, and it looks just like milky. Sloppy. Like, like you, you broke this. Oh, they this took the milk literally. No, no, no. But it's not thin what it's a thick milkshake but the top looks like it's gonna be like more like milk it's, got a, like it's got a head on it it's the weirdest thing is that it looks liquidy but it's thick it blows your fucking mind now i don't know if it's supposed to be that way like that's the way it is or that's, that's just the way guys. i got it that day yeah i don't know but all i know is when we got it with me and Cher both both looked down at it, we're like, eh, not impressed. And then we tasted it, and we're like, oh, <laughs> I, apologies. I got a, the, the, I got a salted caramel one. Mary got a double stuff Oreo one. You can Ooh. add bacon to any of them. Yeah, you bacon. can mix flavors yeah, as many do as that. you want. But four dollars. But you're <laughs> that's you're not bad. For, you're paying four dollars for fries. I mean, you get a lot of fries, but the milkshake could be maybe a dollar less or a dollar taller. <laughs> Goddamn! I want a burger now, you guys. Oh, but give it a shot. Tell me what you think. So, uh, to close out my weekend, we. Me, Mary, Jose, Cher all agreed that we weren't coming back to Star Wars again. <laughs> like, again that weekend. So, uh, literally, me and Mary spent, like, six hours in the middle of the day, Saturday and Sunday, straight napping. Nice. Just middle of the day naps. Because we were, we, I was so fucking tired, so goddamn sore. It was it was ridiculous. And then uh, to finish out my week, uh, got a, a visit from Melvin yesterday. Oh, he, he finally came back to reseal that duct, and man, he did fine work. He said it was going to take about three hours. Probably took him an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Wow, did a great job. That's efficiency right and there. <laughs> he 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 did wonderful work and uh, learned that his uh, ex wife used to live in the same complex. And he when he used to come to pick up his kids, he'd have problems with the the gate getting uh, in. That broad Susan, <laughs> she wouldn't let me in. I keep trying to send her faxes, but nothing happens. <laughs> but. Uh, I, I as I walked Melvin out to his car because I helped helped him carry the trash out from him doing the duct, and I shook his hand and I said, "Melvin, thank you, 
but I hope I don't see you again anytime soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, you know, you call me anytime. No, no worries. No worries. I mean, you problems. just want to hang out. You can just give me a hang call. out. Like you, you want to, I heard you and your friends were watching <laughs> WrestleMania. I, I heard they got an event called payback coming up. Oh if you yeah. Payback. Have me over on that Sunday. We could watch it together. You I, know, I hear paybacks a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just like Susan, am I right? <laughs> just like Susan. <laughs> God bless oh. him. God bless him. Love you, Melvin. <laughs> Fuck, great. What you got going on, Jose? Uh, I as well went to Star Wars and lost my i my badge to get it. <laughs> Oh, no. So I wear my lanyard on my belt. Yep. Like a cool cat. Like a cool guy. Just strolling through the world, man. Cool guy wears his lanyard on his head. (laughs) Can't wear it around his neck because he doesn't want to be like everybody else. What happens? It gets stuck in between two (laughs) chairs and falls off. (laughs) Well, I'm not used to sitting at at panels. (laughs) So... That's never really been a problem. Getting caught, good point. In in the slum chairs with with the the, the commoners, the, the commoners. slum chairs That's, with the rough the ruffians, <laughs> those ragamuffins. Yeah, the serfs, scallywankers, the street rats, <laughs> <laughs> the street rats with their fucking four day street passes and four day. Street wristbands. What is this? Syria? What's going on here? (laughs) So, so I I go to get up and, and like, immediately yank back down to my chair. Like, somebody grabbed me by my shoulders and fucking... God said, "Sit back down." You're lucky. You're (laughs) You're lucky your pants didn't rip off. Oh yeah, no shit. Well, well, no. At worst, I would have popped my uh, belt loop belt loop off completely off. So I know. I like that to imagine. And these the are those chairs, you know, like the crowd chairs that kind of like connect together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like the the, the rows solid. You're not like moving one chair out of the row. Like you could hypothetically powerbomb a guy into the first three rows, and they wouldn't move. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seen so, it. I, I'm, I pull it out, and I see the badge. Jason sees the badge. Yep. Who the yep. fuck's Jason? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, we go walking out. Everything's fine. But I think what happened was when I pulled it, I completely bent the metal clip. Oh. That whole, you know, because these are these are cheap Toys R Us multi-produced. Yeah, uh, they uh, just have throwaway bins, lanyards. Bins uh, full uh, of them. You know, they're, they're cheap as fuck. So I think I bent the clip that held the badge completely. So it eventually just, yeah, it was on there, but from walking, it fell off. So come out of the stage, go to the bathroom. We go down the escalator to uh, go onto the floor. And I go to grab my badge, and there ain't no fucking badge. Man. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Fucking been there, dude. Now, now, so I, 
remember this. When we first got there and got our badges, you get your badges on one end of the show floor, and then you walk onto the show floor. There was no one checking badges whatsoever when we got there. Oh. So we figured, we figured, you know, you lost your badge. We'll just fucking slide right in there. No big deal. So we're like, all right, let's go. I'm huddled in with everybody, and we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. <laughs> and then there's two security guards doing their job, not just oh, one, oh. but two. And they're not only checking badges on the way in; they were checking people's badges on the way out. Because I saw what? a bunch of people, I saw a bunch of people leaving, showing them their badges. Which, what is the point of that? Who the fuck knows? To be like, did you get in here without a badge earlier? You're gonna stay in here now. You can't go home. Yeah, get I'm out. Get in trouble if they see you on out here. Hope you fucking packed a bag. <laughs> this is your house now. We Come go and we try pulling one of those. You know, oh, he's not talking to me the first time he says hey, <laughs> but then he says hey again, and then now they're both saying hey. So I'm like, all right, all right. I guess hey, yeah. Are you talking to me? And like you got a badge. Oh, before this, what they're, they're like, you got a badge, and I don't even have a lanyard on me at this point <laughs> <laughs> because. So I, when we noticed we don't have the thing, I was like, all right, well I'm gonna run because they everyone exited, and then they closed off the panel to do sound checks and get the room prepped for the next panel. So the doors are locked. So I run up there, and of course I don't know any of these fucking people working this thing anymore. Like it, it's like. I see 40, 40% of people I know, and everyone else is just new motherfuckers. And I'm not going to sit there and try to explain anything, because they're going to look at me. Don't you know who with, I am? <laughs> don't you know who we used to be? Fucking so, Jose. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I, not for another day, I feel like you could have calmly explained your very plausible situation, and they might have been able to help you. You would think so. <laughs> so oh, okay. Um. So I, t- I, you know, I tell the lady, I show her my thing. I was like, my, I was, you know, because we still had the wristbands from that panel. So I have proof that, yes, I was in this panel room. But I'll tell you what, if I wanted to watch the next one, that was that was a perfect scam right there. I got <laughs> Duly noted. I made some mental notes on a lot of things. Right? <laughs> Excursion. So they let me into the panel room. They're doing the sound checks, all of this. I don't recognize anybody working that, you know, it's not the main stage. It's the, the secondary stage. So I'm not really recognizing anyone running it. Uh, I go running back over to where I was at. I don't see it. You know, I was hoping it was just like maybe stuck in the middle of the seat or under the seats right where we were, but I'm not finding it. And I'm with the commoners. They find a free four day pass. They ain't turning that in. <laughs> no. That shit's gone. <laughs> so I, I'm asking some of the people cleaning up the room. Hey, man, did you find a badge on the floor? Mine broke off my lander, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Nope. So I walk out where I, I uh, do recognize somebody, and I'm talking, and I tell them what's going on. And they're like, well, you know, you're in the system. Your name's in the system. You should be able to just go down to Ridge, and they'll give you a new one. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go down to Reg, and <laughs> I guess I tried going one way, and the security guard was like, hey. And I looked, and I realized, like, 
oh, I'm not wearing a staff shirt. I'm not wearing a staff bag. <laughs> like, these places I'm just used to going. Like, I can't go there. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> and I, looked, I looked up and I was like, hey. Ah. And I went the other way. Like, At one point, I told Jose, I was like, man, you should be wearing your steady cam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'll get so, you in anywhere. I go to Ridge, don't recognize anybody fucking there. And then I tell her my thing. You know, the whole, the whole story. It's like, hey, this, that, this, that. And she was like, can I see your lanyard? So I take it off my belt and I'm showing it to her. And like, she's examining to see if the break in my lanyard checks out with the story <laughs> I'm telling. Oh God. That's insane. Like, she's analyzing. The, and I get it. Like, yeah. I probably wasn't the first one that said, I lost my badge. Can I have one? But, like, at the same time, if I... I'm getting on the fucking show floor. (laughs) (laughs) At any point, I could say, uh, call blah, 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 blah. Okay. Can you call blah, 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 blah? Tell them to let me in. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, at any point, the thing, like, you know, the thing about all these places, all these things, conventions, whatever, you're saying, yeah, you're right. You can make that call. You can do whatever you got to do. Or you could fucking mose your ass to, you know, five yards from the door, tear off at a full fucking clip. You make it 20 feet in. You're in the fucking sea. They'll never (laughs) find you. (laughs) Because no one's going to chase you through the door. It's not going to happen. No, no, but that's not that's not how you were getting in. You got the the in wasn't that. I guess if I went around the other way, right through the through like the main hall. The, but but the, the main thing was we didn't want to make a scene or right. get caught doing anything wrong, and then have someone that we know walk up to resolve the situation. <laughs> and be like, what the fuck, you guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I, I, would... I she tells me, well, no, we don't reissue badges. You got to go to security. She says, just you know, go over to the security office. And then I'm she like, took oh. his fucking lanyard. <laughs> Kept my lanyard. What? Kept my lanyard. What? So that's that's why. So so when I meet up with them and we go and I get the hey hey, I don't even have my lanyard anymore. So I can't even, like, tell them the story because they'll be like, you don't even have a fucking lanyard. Get the fuck out of here, you goddamn ruffian. <laughs> so, he, so he's like, I, we're, we're not going to make it in. So we'll, like, we'll see what we can do and if we can meet up guys, with you guys. Go ahead, you guys just go. I'll call you later. Go ahead without me. So me and Mary go shopping. We find our immersion blender. And then, like, maybe three minutes later, I get a text from Jose. All good. Got my pass. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so... I go to the security office where there's a security officer and he's the only one in there talking on his phone who kind of waited a while before he acknowledged I was in the room. And Mm -hmm. I asked him and he was like, oh, well, I don't know. You might have to go out there and talk to one of the security officers. I don't really know what's going on here. (laughs) You're the only security guard officer on duty in the security office. And I'm supposed to go find a security guard to find out what's going on. So it's like, all right, what the fuck ever. But what was the problem was is they had a fucking goddamn security office sign in front of an office that wasn't the security office. Oh, my. 
the security office was way the fuck on the other side of the building. <laughs> so I'm at D, and I got to walk all the way over to A yeah. to go to the security. And it's not a small building by any means. So like I said, tw- I walked the 21,000 steps. And I go in there, and I tell the guy the whole story. And I tell him, you know, I went to Reg and this and that. And she's got my fucking lanyard. <laughs> checking out my story. <laughs> and they have a basket, and they're showing the basket. And there's a couple four-day passes. Some still have the lanyards on it. I'm like, no, mine didn't have a lanyard. It was just a pass. So he got the one pass. And the one guy was like, well, what if it's not his? The guy goes, just give him the fucking pass. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my four-day badge. And we meet up on the floor. And, you know, it is what it is. I saw the floor. I, I wanted a little bit more from the floor. I wanted some new shit. I felt like a lot of, like, the big things, structure-wise, they've, they've had before. I wanted to see some new shit. Right. They had a trash compactor set up like a life-size trash compactor that you could oh, no get shit. in. Oh, no That's cool. You could get in and take pictures with. And it was, like, uh, it was all... Like those foam cubes. I don't know where it was, yeah. if it was on the floor or if it was in one of those like 501st rooms. But I saw a picture of it, never actually saw it in person. That's fucking cool, though. That's pretty slick. I like that. Oh, it was all right. The moment in Legends of Tomorrow that inspired that scene in the original Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Guys, I'm making a jerk-off motion with my hand at the entire time I'm saying this. Because that's what that show did to George Lucas. I did like the bit in that episode where, oh, like... hated all of it. I liked where they, like, where Ray and Metal Guy, like, started forgetting shit. Because they lost their inspiration. That was kind of cool. I kind of like that. me off more, superhero boys. <laughs> Lick your hand. I need moisture on my penis. <laughs> Captain Shade at George Lucas. You know, it was when, when, he, when George Lucas comes, all that happens is you just hear the cantina music. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I, with the I Motown was, remix. I had, I had made peace with not being able to see the 40th anniversary panel in person, but the point that really made me kind of bummed that I wasn't there in person was when John Williams fucking came out and played the goddamn Star Wars theme music in oh, person. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. That's pretty cool. What did he play it on? It was he his was iPhone. Con- iPhone. He was conducting <laughs> like a little tiny group of the Orlando uh, Philharmonic. Oh, that's cool. Like they were hidden in like a little dark corner, and then all of a sudden a fucking spotlight hit them, and they all started rocking out. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then Peter Warwick came out and put a cape on him like James Brown and then threw it off and <laughs> hit the fucking theme music again. <laughs> Peter Warwick? The Wait, little Warwick midget Davis? guy. That's Warwick Davis. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Who's Peter Warwick? No one knows. <laughs> well, that guy was there, too. <laughs> Signing autographs. It was cool, though. One last story from Star Wars Celebration, and it's not too toot our own horn or anything like that but uh pavan from india he runs the show store at all the india stores so he was working the store the the star wars store and his like this was his first time in the u.s 
his first time at Star Wars convention. Like he's a huge Star Wars guy that got started on Star Wars because of the prequels. He's a, he's a younger dude, but sure. he really wanted to get uh, Mark Hamill's autograph. Uh, by the time you know he got in, got to the show, they were all sold out. Our buddy Leo. Can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. Uh, Peter Warwick is a former football player. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was at uh, Florida State University and then played for the Bengals for five years. Yeah, that's somebody that Jose would know. <laughs> Do you recognize? Well, so he he came out with a <laughs> threw it on John Williams and then spiked the football. <laughs> it was a, it was a glorious moment. So our buddy Leo, who. Uh, has has been just a fan of read pop shows for you know ten years or so. He's actually gotten in. He's from Amsterdam. He's actually got in gotten into where he's he's working the shows now. Like he worked the autograph area at Vienna Comic Con, and he was working the autograph section at Star Wars Celebration. And Jose got in his ear, and Leo was able to get a personalized autograph to Pavan from Mark Hamill. All set. Nice. Up. That's cool. Making a little boy's dream come true. That's right. That's right. That's fucking sweet, man. Right on. That's all they wanted. Well, it, cause we had like a meeting, and and they made it sound like you know that's like what he wanted to do, and then to hear he didn't happen. Right. And he was working. He's working. You know, he hadn't seen the off. floor yet. He was working his ass off. Like, God mean, damn, man. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Guys, first time in the U.S. Lay off him. <laughs> Let the man go see a fucking panel. <laughs> well, goddamn. Right on. Anything else before we uh, take a break? No. Naps, nope. naps, right naps, naps are the best. Uh, double check. Got no... Yeah, no mail this week. You can email Look us. Look at all this no mail. <laughs> Nothing for Grizzly either. Oh, that's the, probably the, the bigger shock. Because, you know, the people love the Grizzly. Grizzly's for the children. Grizzly usually brings the funk. Yeah. Yeah. Email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com, or leave the voicemail, 616-951-1POP. Uh, man, oh. glad. Look, we all had lovely weekends, except maybe Kelly, because Kelly, you know, was battling nature, which is... That was still a good time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Anytime you get to you throw that Grizzly's going to be... won. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, Grizzly's going to be bumping during Christmas. Oh God! Oh no! With Christmas wishes. Yep. Jesus, you're probably oh, right. Chris, if you could help me out, this Christmas would be so much good for my and my family. I, I just need... want to be one of your friends. I could see us living together. I just need a, a hot tub on some government subsidized bathroom ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! All right, we're gonna take a break. We're back in a minute. I gotta go pee. Love you. Bye. Break. I'm not afraid. Been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them, but you won't take the sting out these words before I say them. Cause ain't no way I'ma let you stop me from causing mayhem. When I say I'ma do something, I do it. Give a damn what you think, I'm doing this for me So fuck the world, feed it beans It's gassed up, everything's just stopping me I'ma be what I set out to be Without a doubt, undoubtedly And all those who look down on me, I'm tearing down 
Every paid hourly until he bows out or he shits his bowels out of him Whichever comes first, for better or worse He's married to the game, like a fuck you for Christmas His gift is a curse Forget the earth, he's got the urge to pull his dick from the dirt And fuck the whole universe I shouldn't have to rhyme these words in the rhythm for you to know it's a rap You said you was king, you lied through your teeth For that, fuck your feelings Instead of getting crowned, you're getting capped And to the fans, I never let you down again, I'm back I promise to never go back on that promise In fact, let's be honest, at last we laughed CD was aired, perhaps I ran them accents into the ground Relax, I ain't going back to that now All I'm trying to say is get back, click, clack, clap Cause I ain't playing around It's a game called Circle and I don't know how I'm way too up shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpage.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. 
t-shirts start at just 10 bucks and they'll kick us a little something every time help us keep the lights on help us keep the podcast going help us keep the side side up and get you a pretty cool t-shirt man cool swag cool shirts good people good deals from your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast I here's the thing. Here's a life hack for you. <laughs> you got yourself a shitty old office chair. You got yourself a shitty old pillow. Man, you combine those things together. You got a halfway serviceable uh, chair. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Talk to me at the end of the show. Nah. <laughs> I thought also, for sure I was going to... quite like the uh, White Knuckle Thrill Ride of, oh man, break time. I haven't had my uh, my peanut butter today. I'm going to go get myself a big big glob of that chunky peanut butter. Yeah. Can I finish it before the break's over? <laughs> the fucking clock's running, son. <laughs> oh, I was having the same, uh, the same thing, but with Ritz crackers. Oh man, I got some... Uh, buffalo flavored wheat thins that are calling my name. Nice. I got wheat thins on the plane uh, to Orlando and back. Nice. Oh. Yeah, we got so a bag of wheat for... thins and a bag of peanuts. Peanuts for wheat thins on my plane, they would just spit in my face. I'm <laughs> I'm so amazed that any airline still gives out peanuts. Yes, that they're honey roasted peanuts too. Southwest, they they like us. Or they fly hate Southwest. They're they're nice. They they either like you or they hate people with peanut allergies. That's true. <laughs> Fuck those. Joey Janela fighting nice cosplay in a cage match. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the fucking tournament of nice cosplays that was gonna happen? <laughs> I'll, no. I'll send you the fucking link of. It, it was it was like a six man match and they all looked like nice cosplay and nice cosplay was part of it. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll I'll link you in our WrestleMania our WrestleMania chat. There are there are certain white dude archetypes, man, that are <laughs> they're just they're just there. Fucking all but one of these guys could be a nice cosplay, or maybe two of them. But it's there's eight dude, nine dudes in this picture, and it's <laughs> probably seventy five percent nice cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think the one guy with the mohawk. I think his name is Schlack. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Fucking Schlack. <laughs> what is in Chris Tremont's mouth? Is that like a? I'm thinking it's like a um like a skewer, like a, like one of those. Two pronged yeah. like barbecue forks. I think that's what it is. Okay. That is a. It's a shark dick. <laughs> I would. I'll bet he's a an interesting gentleman. Like be an interesting cat. Most well mannered. See. Well, well versed, well knowledged. I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I think if uh, if you cultivate that brand for yourself, it's probably pretty on point. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he's not schlack. That's true. At least he's not schlack. So a couple nights ago, it was probably maybe a week or so ago now, where I was watching. Uh, 
Jesus. I was watching uh, Big Japan's Deathmatch Survivor Tournament, and I came across this one show that had three matches that all sounded completely insane. Now, I'm going to give you guys a uh, the name of each match, and you guys try and figure out what the stipulation is. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> all right, so the first is a... Uh, Gigarada versus Mega Hammer deathmatch. Gigarada? Yes, versus Mega Hammer deathmatch. Can you use Giga, Gigarada in a sentence? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> can you spell it? G I G A R A D A. Gigarada versus Mega Hammer deathmatch. I feel like those should be kaiju characters. <laughs> The, uh, so match the stipulation is... <laughs> is who can throw their opponent through five buildings first. Yes. That's, that's, that's the Gigarada <laughs> versus Mega Hammer. I like it. The, the match was Asami Kodaka versus uh, Takume Sokomoto. Uh, Asami Kodaka came to the ring with just a ladder, and uh, Sakumi Sukamoto came out with a giant fucking hammer made of, like, it looked like those popcorn tins that someone just like <laughs> taped together and made into a giant ass hammer. A mega, ha- a mega hammer. <laughs> so I guess the Gigarada is just a tall ladder. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Uh, the next was a four corners of pain death match. God damn. Okay. Every corner has like uh, a gimmick in it, like a, a barbed wire board. Or, yes. like, a bunch of fucking uh, light tubes taped together, um, thumbtacks. Yep. One of them was a, uh, the things in the corner was, like, a shark cage. But there was light tubes in the things in the in between the bars. So when you throw a guy into the cage, it goes through all these light tubes. Oh, my. Jesus. Uh, and then the third match is a uh, a cutter knife and alpha death match. <laughs> uh, um, uh, alpha? Yes. I got nothing on yeah, that one. Yeah. I have no idea Besides what an alpha like a, could possibly be. A giant machete is is a is a mega cutter or whatever. So there was one. Uh, there was a board that just had. A bunch of knives stuck to it. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then there was also a big block of foam that just had sharp-ass pencils sticking out of it. <laughs> oh. So they're just making up names now for things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all nuts. But I think it was this match where at one point they both have... They had both taken one of the knives off of the, the board and were like looking like they're going to have a knife fight. But then they just turn to the crowd and scream and slash their own chests open. Jesus Christ. Fighting spirit. <laughs> yes. Fighting spirit indeed. <laughs> Jesus. Good lord. 
What's up with the news, Nyes? Uh, give me one second, because I just opened up a bunch of links, and I'm trying to make sure that none of them have uh, autoplay videos from any of these cunts. <laughs> hey, man, Rob Liefeld John Campbell again. <laughs> you see that joke Rob Liefeld made about the Last Jedi poster? Oh, man, he's self-aware, isn't he? Did you guys see it? Yeah, no. I, I enjoyed it. The, oh, last, wow. the Last Jedi poster, it cuts off Ray's feet. So Rob Liefeld is like, huh. where, the, where the feet at? Where the feet at? I got my Jordache jeans on. <laughs> is Spike Lee still friends with Rob Liefeld? Find out. <laughs> All right, let's do some news. I, I didn't actually write headlines, so let's just play the sound. Wow. Info oh, game. Yeah. We'll do it Close live. enough. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. I didn't have my... Uh, headphones in so i could uh monitor the the sounders so well you fucked it up yeah, i did fuck it up uh so uh big story of the week <laughs> <laughs> what you like that <laughs> segue oh no 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 i open i open the the first link i open up and the sidebar has an image of captain marvel i don't know what but the headline is Captain Marvel's MCU costume described. <laughs> uh, did you see the... Well, there was another fucking CBR headline recently that was just... Like, they're not even fucking trying anymore. Besides the fact that they posted an article that was 15 Reasons The Force Awakens is the worst Star Wars film. Oh, uh, I saw right. you retweet that Whatever, shit. whatever, guys. Uh, what was it? It was something just just so mind-numbing. <laughs> I think I responded, holy fucking shit, that's top-notch reporting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... Um, <laughs> comic Book Resources tweeted, Star Wars The Last Jedi's opening crawl is three paragraphs long. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh it's times like these that I'm glad we kind of got out of the rat race as far as like comic news sites go because I I would I would have killed myself by now. <laughs> this is not the <laughs> life we're doing. 15 <laughs> reasons why Jason as a panel on pages.com <laughs> would have committed suicide. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Reason oh one, he can't live with himself. <laughs> Number two, he can't keep throwing these lies at you. Number three, people on the internet keep saying his dick is tiny. Number four, <laughs> Number four that is hurts. Star Wars bad? Number five. <laughs> Number five, Melvin's here. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. <laughs> uh, I like... Uh, oh, God damn it. If you scroll down a little bit further, uh, under Trending Now on CBR, uh, the first one is The Force of Weekends, 15 Reasons to Wear Star Wars Film. <laughs> right below that, Marvel Captain Marvel's MCU costume described. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, maybe Hitler wasn't so bad. <laughs> Is that me saying that? Or that's the reason I want to kill myself? It's up for you to decide. <laughs> oh my god. Dang, we, we were at this for a long time, and we wrote 
all of us collect some really good shit, like really good stuff. And some of it got some traction. I mean, there's still stuff being written that's that's still good. I'm just saying, like, like trying, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. trying like, to keep, really have written shit forever. Like, trying to the, keep I'm up, like, trying to keep Not up with, stuff. trying <laughs> to keep up with the other sites in regards to like breaking news and stuff like that. Yeah, just it just wasn't for us. No, breaking no, news. The hot new artist threw his life down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that shit's <laughs> real. That is real as it gets. That anyway, is... what are we talking about? Uh, so... Number seven, <laughs> women. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Number eight, blow your mind. <laughs> Number nine, the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, fuck it, the gays. Why not? <laughs> I wasn't sure if Jose was on the call or not until you made the women and the blacks joke. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, he slut-shamed a whore. <laughs> the handicap. This dog. <laughs> oh, that that is a great bit that I think could really have legs. <laughs> You guys, uh, on that same token, you guys need to watch this video I posted on Facebook. It's the guys from Red Letter Media who do Half in the Bag and shit like that. Um, they've got a new bit where it's like a, a nerd podcast where the whole bit is them talking about their like nerd crate sponsors and doing unboxings oh. and shit like that and doing trailer analysis. It's it's uh, so... well. We got the new loot crate, and all that was inside was a note that said, kill yourself, pussy. <laughs> well, one of them on this, this uh, bit was uh, Nerd Coffin. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's hilarious. So, James Gunn has been confirmed to... I made myself a casket <laughs> out of ripped shirts. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Easy there. That's a sponsor, buddy. Come on. Yeti shirts. <laughs> T Fury. There you go. Uh, James Gunn has been confirmed to write like James Gunn. Write and direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And it will be the launch pad for Marvel Studios Phase 4. And will also lead the Marvel Cinematic Universe into what ref Gunn refers to as the Marvel Cosmic Universe. Cool. I like it. I'm in. So, no. essentially... I'm surprised. I, I didn't think they were going to do a Guardians 3. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming. That was almost an RKO. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. He said it's going to come after... Uh, the Infinity War, right? Or whatever they call the last Avengers, the second Avengers movie from now, I guess. But man, I, the idea of that guy being one of the kind of driving forces for the next what is the thing? Ten years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because not to say that there's been anyone that has worked on a Marvel Studios movie that hasn't gotten it, but he gets it the most. I feel. Yeah. yeah. 
He's he's so perfect for what they're doing. And I think he's also one of those guys that like I'm trying to think of who else aside for well Joss. Joss Whedon is one of those guys that like this is his shit. Like this is James Gunn's shit. Like he you know, he loves this nonsense. And it fucking shows. That's why Guardians is fucking wonderful. So good. So it kind of presents an interesting scenario where the Marvel Cinematic Universe can kind of be split into two separate universes unto their own where you've got, like, Avengers happening on Earth and all those characters, and then you've got a whole other universe of characters in this cosmic universe where they only really meet up once every 10 years or so in some sort of big fucking crossover. I like that. That's pretty cool. I mean, because there's, you know, you can actually do, you know, proper, like a proper Nova movie. Yeah. You know, you could do Annihilation, Mahoney suggested. Fuck yeah, Yeah. Annihilation. I mean, you would need to get Annihilus from Fox, but I feel like if if, if he's dropping the words Marvel Cosmic Universe, I feel like they at least have contracts drawn up for Silver Surfer, Galactus, Annihilus, and probably Fantastic Four, too. Yeah. That's that's all fucking good news. That's all good news. So, uh, in in talking about this, it kind of brought up the point, too, about... You know, they're expanding it because we're obviously going to look at this current Avengers team shrinking as far as the current members going. Uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. is getting old as fuck. Uh, Chris Evans is looking to branch off. Uh, Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to do sit-ups every day anymore. <laughs> At this you point, shut your my back abs are tired. With, uh, with how we saw the success of the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie, we could see Marvel Studios continuing on this trend of success without those bankable actors or characters, I feel. I think so. Yeah, and you know, you got to remember too is that Chris Hemsworth wasn't a bankable actor when he right. became Thor. Right. You know, fuck Thor wasn't a bankable character when he became Thor. I like, mean, and they're just same. You know, same could be said for Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans too. Chris Robert Downey Jr. was unhirable. Right. Yeah. You know, like it just kiss, kiss, bang, bang, put him back on the map, and then fucking Iron Man blew him into the fucking stratosphere, man. Like, you know. But it, and, They're and basically not, doing everything right, and nothing—not to take away anything from those guys. Like I get it. Like eventually you got to move on, and even story-wise, you've got to move on. And I don't feel any sort of fear or anxiety of oh fuck, what if they don't have an Iron Man? What if they don't have a Thor? Because they've built this universe up so much that they've got it. it it's they're they're set. Well, the other option too is to. You know, have those characters, but then just you know, bring in new actors. You know what I mean? You like kind of cast. Sure. And if they do it all, if they if they kind of take the Infinity War thing as being like, this is the end of like you know the big giant chapter one of our you know huge fucking universe. You know, and then the next round of movies, you know, have those characters, but like change all of the actors at the same time, you know, without like kind of falling off one by one or whatever. That's a way to do you know, it. Have, yeah, yeah, like have your Avengers 5 be all those same characters, but with different actors playing them. You kind of go the, the James Bond route, but like all at once. <clears throat> Another option, obviously, 
would be to bring in some of those newer versions of those characters. Set up uh, Sam Wilson cap. Bring in yeah, as much Thor. as some of these guys don't want to do it, I guarantee you there's some that are like, I'm not letting this go. Yeah. <laughs> or you could very well put those characters on the shelf for five years. You sure could, yeah. And and run with what you've got. Uh, speaking of like uh, Sam Wilson cap and so on and so forth, uh, we we brought this up. This this is actually from a couple weeks ago. I think this hit WrestleMania weekend, and we never really talked about it. Was Marvel's David Gabriel uh, blaming diversity for a slump in comic book sales? Well, I don't. I don't think that's fair. Like, <laughs> well, that's what the the headlines frame it as. Yeah. Well, those headlines are horseshit. That's not <laughs> what he's saying. Like, you know, it was a at a, a diamond uh, retailer summit where you know they kind of said a few things. And one of the first things they said was like, "Hey, you know, we're going to try to get back to our you know core characters, you know, because hey, as much as." We hate to say it, you know, the mark is telling us that people don't want these diverse comics. <laughs> like, their people are not buying them, you know? So, hope y'all like regular Iron Man, because he's going to be coming back soon, you know? Which is not totally surprising. Because who gives a fuck about the new Wasp? Yeah, comics are... A business built on nostalgia. Yeah, habit and legacy and, like, you know... Yeah. It's a fucking addiction, is what it is. And you can't fucking throw a new strain in there that happens to the problems. And it's so... So much of what they were doing at Marvel in particular was... It all very much reeked of, you know, diversities for diversity's sake. And it's sure. not genuine. And people can smell that. Yeah. Even if... It, it is genuine. It still smells of diversity for diversity's sake. It's kind of like this uh, Heroines of Star Wars panel we went to. Right. It, where they kind of tried to frame it as, we weren't trying to create female characters. We weren't trying to create, you know, characters of color. We were just trying to create good characters, and they just happened to be female or black or Hispanic or Asian it's like, yeah, you say that, but there is someone at some point higher up that's like, yes, we need to check off all these boxes. You know, you might have the best of intentions, but somewhere along the line, someone's going to say, yeah, this is good. This will sell more toys. This will get us more, you know, mainstream media. This will open also up a whole new market. Doll. Yeah, also buy this doll. Exactly. And there are some exceptions, like uh, the... Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan seems to be, you know, she's kind of out there. People love that character because... But that that one works because exactly. that of character how, the works. nature of the character. Yeah. <clears throat> that character's interesting. I would argue that uh, Laura Kenny as Wolverine also works in yes. context of the character and how that works. Like, but Amadeus Cho as the Hulk. Nope. That don't work so good. <laughs> Uh, I'll even give you uh, Jane Foster Thor. That shit's great. 
That one w- totally works. But they're also smart. Well, they got you your your regular dick swinging Thor like two blocks away. Yeah. Like you, know, you you got your original recipe too. So they they were smart about that one. But like, you know, they also were smart enough to, in the uh, Iron Man book with Riri Williams, Nye's favorite comic book character name of all time. <laughs> uh, they made goddamn sure to give her robot Tony Stark to talk to. Because you know. That's Iron Man, and uh, this chick is not interesting on her own. Like I'm, my favorite character in that book is the hologram Iron Man, you know, the hologram Stark, <laughs> because he's funny, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, like fucking, and like, who gives a shit about Moon Girl? <laughs> like, who gives a fuck about that? So. We'll see how it goes, but I don't think it's any conv- any uh, coincidence that uh, uh, the next big kind of miniseries thing is that generations were like, oh, they're gonna bring all the guys back. <laughs> Speaking of which, Lee, after Secret Empire, Marvel is going to be taking eighteen month hiatus from big events. That I'll believe that s- when I see it. Exactly. If, if that happens, man, that would be wonderful. This is the same. The same uh, speech where David Gable talked about it. And to his credit, you know, for all the, the, the flight that people talk tomorrow about, like, you know, oh, why don't they listen to the retailers and people are sick of this, you know, whatever it happens to be. You know, he addressed some of their some main concerns that people had about, you know, these million new titles and new characters nobody gets the fuck about and the goddamn events and all the renumberings and shit like that. Like, it's... I, I really do hope that they don't... That they, they don't fuck this up because, like, I like a crossover. Yeah. Crossovers are kind of what make comics a unique medium that way. Like, you can do a crossover, and that's fun. But, fuck, man. Remember that, what was it? Sixus and Original Sin were, like, three weeks apart. Some shit like that. Like, it was really tight, those two. Like, I just, I couldn't, I, I have a heart, like, I grew up on this shit. This is my fucking jam, man. And I'm having a hard time giving the 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 meagerest of fucks about these crossover events. I, I just I can't do it. And that used to be the shit that I loved the most. Yeah. Uh, let me ask Did this. Did you check out Fear Itself? <laughs> <laughs> he he made a Fear Itself reference at some point this weekend that was like apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me ask this. Uh, Kelly, you'll probably know the answer to this more than any of us. Uh, what is the usual period of time bes- between when something is either announced or solicited and the time it hits shelves? Especially Three like months. an event like this. Three months? Yeah, it, it depends. Because sometimes when you get stuff like announced at a Comic-Con, sometimes that stuff doesn't come for like half a year true but solicits come out three months ahead so yes let's say, solic- like official solicits are always like three months ahead so let's say six months at most so are they saying there's going to be 18 months between the end of the last big event and the start of them announcing the next big event or are we saying it's going to be 12 months and they're going to start uh putting out feelers for this new event I would, It'll probably be about a year. I would be okay with even fuck me, even a, a year, like a solid year off, where they can just writers can just tell their goddamn stories. I would be okay with that. Yeah. 
But because I mean, just recently you had Civil War, and then that immediately went into Inhumans versus X Men, which is now pretty much immediately going into uh, Secret Empire. But really, even if you think about it, even a year, they're still at some point not writing their stories, and they're instead writing stories that are leading up to this big event. Well, it all depends yeah. on how it's done, man. Because I, I point to shit like the original Civil War and probably to a larger extent Secret Invasion as like events done right. Yeah. Because the lead up to Secret Invasion was all so organic and it made so much sense. And like it, in the context of the broader world, like it did so much and was so. But that was an actual game changer, you know, and it was a big deal and mattered for a long while. And, you know, putting people back on the board and it was, it was good. And like, but mostly because it it felt like it fit. And like Civil War felt like it fit. Civil War 2 did not feel like it fit. No. And Avengers vs. X-Men did not feel like it fit. And, and who the fuck... What was Original Sin even about? I honestly, obviously I haven't been reading comics for a while, but I couldn't tell you. Like, was Doctor Doom involved? <laughs> no, that was the one where the Watcher got killed. That's ah. right. And now Nick Fury's up on. That's the thing. It was the Watcher died. Nick Fury became on the moon because he's black in the movies. And in the middle was a bunch of fucking nonsense. And Thor lost, Thor lost his hammer. That was yeah. kind of the beginning of that, you know. I actually enjoyed Original Sin quite a bit. It's, it's weird as hell, and but it's got the orb in it, so that's cool. Yeah, but it did not need to be a big event. Holy book. shit! No, remember, it could have easily been just a mini series. Remember those Watcher bouncy eyeballs? Those are so cool on my desk. <laughs> Love those things. Looking at one right now. I don't know if I have any of those left. Like I read a. Uh, the, the Finn stuff is a crutch in a big way because it's an excuse for them to publish an extra comic or comics because of the tie-ins at jacked-up prices. And more often than not now, they're using them to just basically launch new series, which means there's going to be number one, number two, maybe number three bumps before the books kind of find their level and sell what their normal copy rates are. You know, like, it's just... It's all very... It's no longer about story. It's about padding the numbers. And it's fucking obviously about padding the numbers. And they don't have to be. Like, uh, Bendis's last Growings of the Galaxy issue came out last week. And it was great. It was really fucking great. It was an oversized issue. But, you know, in the issue, you see, you know, Thanos and the Brood Queen and the fucking Badoon guy, like the guys that have kind of been. The shadow bad guy council for you know the the, the hinder the run like plan, execute and lose an invasion of Earth in the span of the issue, and it doesn't feel rushed. It just feels like a fucking story, and like in another world, that story is a twelve part crossover with seventy five tie ins. Yep, you know, and, and they could have easily done that, you know, because that's kind of the pattern, and they didn't do it. And that was my biggest takeaway was, one, what an enjoyable story this was. And two, I can't believe I read this in like 25 minutes and not six months 
because that is <laughs> way more Marvel's M.O. I'm like, wow, <laughs> how satisfying this was. So I'm, I'm fucking down, man. I think it's great. Yeah. More of that. Please. All right. Uh, moving forward, we have confirmation of Josh Brolin as Cable in Deadpool 2. I'm down. I'm in. Yeah, uh, interesting choice. Eh. I don't like it. Why don't I would have you... preferred Michael Shannon. Yeah, 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 for real. Jose, why don't you like it? Because I don't... I... There's other actors in this <laughs> motherfucker. He's Thanos. Can we let the man be Thanos and to just be, move on? To be honest, I kind of like him more as Cable than as Thanos. Well, then how about one or the other? Hey, man, he's just trying to fucking get paid, bro. And he is. He's getting money from all sides of Marvel. Yeah, he Roland's is. deal reportedly locks him in for four movies. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, probably. Like well, they're talking X-Force, which will probably get two right. movies. They'll probably get two movies out of X-Force and probably, right. two, uh, you know, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 3. Yeah, so I'm they're in, killing I... the shit out of Thanos, aren't they? <laughs> oh, they um, better. Yeah. Why not? better. Yeah, was, well, okay. he's like, I'm done shooting all that shit. Let's go. Well, Maybe yeah, somebody else. Does that change your mind at all, Jose? If if Thanos dies before, oh no, th- that's coming out in 2018. Uh, Infinity War Part Two is 2019, so that won't work. I was gonna say, I'm just if, saying, let's spread the work around. That's all I'm saying. Who would you have preferred as Cable? Well, if he's going to, he was probably, he's probably going to be a better cable than Thanos. So he's going to do a good job. There's nothing against it. I just don't like. Double dipping. You don't like double dipping. To happen. Why, why not an Asian guy? I get you, Jose. I <laughs> why not? Oh, man. Imagine Jackie Chan. Right? I've said That's this cable. before, and I'll say That'd it again. Incredible. But I thought the. Especially for a Deadpool movie, the best choice would have been James Marsden, because then you've got you've got the built-in Cyclops jokes, and he's uh, fucking Cyclops's kid. So why not get James Marsden? Fucking right. make him look yeah. old, make him look haggard. Fucking brilliant. Personally, I'm a big mark for the guys. I would have greatly enjoyed Ron Perlman in this. Yeah, Ron, I wouldn't have minded that sure, either. Sure. But Ron Perlman is Ron Perlman, you know? Yeah, he's a fucking treasure. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to fight? want to fight about it? We can fight about it. I do not. I do not. Please wanna don't. fucking throw hands? Please don't. <laughs> please, please don't throw hands. <laughs> please do not throw hands. And then lastly, uh, announced at Star Wars Celebration, uh, Lucasfilm and IDW are joining forces. Get it? For all ages Star Wars comics, which I love it. That's great. You know, that's interesting to me considering, you know, Marvel Disney and Marvel's already doing Star Wars comics. Um, yeah, aren't those children friendly? Are aren't those just called Star Wars comics? I wouldn't yeah. give Darth Vader to a kid. <laughs> no. Wouldn't give Darth Vader to a kid one and the core Star Wars book is very continuity heavy. Like yeah. the, sort of feeding these places and their, you know, big, long story arcs or whatever. Like, for my money, in my opinion, you hand a kid an issue of Star Wars Adventures, at the end of those pages, he should have a big fat V end. Right, like, right. Yes. 
Yeah, that, that's what done, it looks. Get him, get him in there. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm all right. So, with that. Love this uh, fucking Chris Samney promo art. Holy uh, shit! It's pronounced Somni. Excuse me. <laughs> it's salami. Did I ever? I, I've told that story before. It was at C2E2. We're on the elevator going down, and the door opens up, and it's Chris Somni. And one of the guys on the elevator goes, oh, hey, Chris Samney. And he goes, it's Somney. (laughs) Uh, It's like uh, Mahoney was telling the story the other day about uh, the time he got a sketch from George Perez. And he was telling George Perez how much much he liked his work with uh, Kurt Busiek. And George Perez says to Mahoney, "Uh, it's pronounced Busiek, like music. Like the music that he writes with his pen. <laughs> beep, beep, honey. Beep, beep. Oh, man. And that's the news. Watch your tone when you're saying names the wrong way. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, let's uh, talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. The problem with comic books is that it comes off on your hands. Right, Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Goddamn right. Look at you go. Uh, yeah, talked about Guardians. That was solid. Um, let's talk about uh, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number six. I like that one that one is fucking good man I like, like that comic a lot it's just you it's know, fucking it Spider-Man <laughs> what's that? it's Spider-Man it's not bootleg Iron Man it's Spider-Man yeah it's Spider-Man it's fucking Spider-Man and it's, it's like it started off as um well, shit, that was a Secret Wars tie-in. It was. Yeah, it was like, you know, what if uh, Peter and Mary Jane never got magic divorced, and so they had a kid, and Jerry Conway wrote that, and it was really cool, because Jerry Conway writes a fucking good Spider-Man, of course. And now we have this book here. Which this is the sixth issue, and it's just like, hey, Jerry, uh, what does your version of the Marvel Universe look like? That's all it is. So, like, in this one, he meets, uh, they, they, he teams up with the X-Men, and it's fucking, you know, blue suit, yellow shoulder-strapped Cyclops, and the yellow bodysuit of Jean Grey and Wolverine, and Professor X has a hover chair, and in this world, Wolverine and Jean are married and have a kid. Yeah, I love that for no reason, they're just 90s as fuck X-Men. Yeah, just super 90s X-Men. Like, I, I, it should not have tickled me the way that it did, but it sure the fuck did, like. And they also do uh, all the family stuff is really good too. And the the kind of point of the issue is uh, Xavier comes to the Parkerses and says, "Hey, I noticed you have a special child. I kind of know a thing about special kids. You should come to my school." But they don't necessarily want to do that because they want to have a normal life and all that shit and blah blah blah. And it's really effective. Like it's a sweet little story and looks great. Fuck, it looks good. I, I love Ryan Stegman art. Uh, I think I saw starting with issue nine, Stegman's being credited as as co-writer as well. I like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, just just a fucking just a delightful comic book. It's one of my favorite books at Marvel for sure. It's just really good, really really good. I think I could be wrong, but is that was that like a like fucked up '90s bootleg morph that came down with Magneto, oh, like the you white know, face. 
I couldn't. I, I don't couldn't know. Remember. I have to go back and look at that. I'm not. I'm I can't not remember. Super up on all my '90s obscure X-Men villains, but I feel like that might have been a morph. I don't know. Morph had. Did Morph have black hair for a minute? Like he might have. He might have. I don't know. Hard he to had, say. He had black hair in the animated series at some point. Right, right, but this was like, but he had, I know that the Age of Apocalypse Morph had like the plain white face. Right. Yeah, the one that was in Exiles. Yeah, yeah. I could be completely wrong about that, but I feel like that might have been. I mean, he's Morph, so he can have whatever hair color he wants. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Fuck me. You're right. <laughs> uh, casting in the same vein, I did finally read the X-Men Gold issue from last week. Uh, man. I'm with you, Kelly. It's a shame about that controversy because it's just fucking really good. Yeah, I like that book quite a bit. (laughs) It was. uh, It just feels like a classic ass X Men story, right down to them playing baseball. Yeah, they fucking played baseball. Like they just feels like stuff. Yeah, wearing good old fashioned X Men. Playing baseball, wearing anti-Semitic shirts. (laughs) (laughs) You know the American pastime. (laughs) (laughs) The the X Men Blue. Was last was this week, and it was. It's also okay. It's pretty good. I didn't care for that one that much. I don't. All I don't right. Know. I don't like it as much. Um, I like the dynamic of Gene as the leader, and I I do really enjoy uh, young beasts continually uh, dabbling in magic. I think that's kind of cool because it's gonna cause a problem in the oh, future. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not gonna be good. Uh, but that's pretty cool. I, I I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it, and. Yeah, they also show the. That's the one where they show Wolverine's son, definitely not docking as the new Wolverine. Which again, they didn't actually do that. So you know, quit being Cox headline writers. But they uh, did have this page at the end where they're like, "Hey, you know, which was coming up, and you know, this season on X Men Blue." That was cool. I love when comics do stuff like that. Yeah, but they showed the future X Men uh, that they had that showed up in the Bendis' run, which were cool. And fucking uh, old school, like original lineup Generation X, which tickles me to no end because that was like some of my first comics I ever collected were Gen X books. Man, they're getting their own book. I know, I know. I'm fucking stoked. Remember, just the notion of like uh, skin was a really weird thing for me. Like uh, he was an interesting character because his old gimmick <laughs> was he was stretchy, but like just his skin. <laughs> and, if, yeah. and if he didn't keep his shit together, like he was focused, he would just like start to droop and melt and shit. I remember being a kid thinking, what a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> the worst. It's like a superhero made out of what my balls are made out of. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I remember this issue where he's walking along and like, I don't know if it was like a psychic attack he got or if it was just a migraine or whatever, but he's just fucking. I remember the image vividly where he's walking along, just having a jolly old gay day. And you know he, the next panel is him like you know with his hand up against the light light pole light pole with his hand other hand on his forehead like oh fuck my head and his skin just melting off of his face so I'm like oh no <laughs> that was the worst wait was skin gay no I meant like jolly son. Oh, okay, okay jolly like having a good time all right Jesus taking it back no and uh wanted to like this Weapon X book. It Did. was kind of all right. Yeah, like uh, it's it's an uphill battle when you put your Greg Land on there for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I mean, he, I feel like he's t- 
toned down the landness in recent years. Yeah, this is probably his best looking book in a bit, I think. Yeah, it's not, you know, full on porno trace and land. It's okay. But I think the, my, my biggest complaint is just not a lot happens. No. That, that's the thing. It, 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 you kind of get a very broad overview of who your bad guys are, but like when, you know, by all the preview art we've seen or whatever, you know, they fucking take these badasses and make them into a team. I would like to have them be the team or at least have like all the pieces on the board at the end of the first issue. Yeah. And they don't. That's kind of a bummer. Um, But not bad. Um, Red Hood and the Outlaws 9. Still manages to be one of my favorite DC books. It's fucking good. Uh, And then Detective Comics 954 is pretty fucking solid. It's the League League of Shadows. I'm sorry. Have come to Gotham, and they do this thing in this issue where it's introduced the notion that the League of Shadows don't exist. Rachel Ghoul created them as a myth to keep the League of Assassins in check. And I'm like, That's, I thought that was a thing that they're both a thing or whatever. And then Rachel Ghoul tells Batman that, like, hey, you know, you've discovered the existence of the League of Assassins like five times, and I just keep, you know, fucking mind whamming you out of it so you forget about it. And they kind of show clips of the uh, panels of the various stories and Elseworlds Hills where he's discovered the League of Assassins. And I'm like, all right, way to comic book logic your way out of this. Comic books, <laughs> not bad. I appreciate that. Um, pretty good. Art is a little muddy, though. Because you came from... God, I forget who did the last art, but it was super clean and crisp and nice, and this is just... Little muddy, but not terrible. Uh, all the Batman stuff, man, since the rebirth has been pretty damn good. Pretty solid. That's uh, that's all I got. What you got, Kelly? Uh, what do I have? I don't know. Uh, I tend to forget about what I read by now. Uh, fuck, have I read? I don't think there's been much lately. Last week I remember was a pretty light week. I know this week I'm getting a whole shit ton of stuff. I think like fifteen books, something man. like that. Yeah, last week was light. Uh, I read. I started reading. I was going through some stuff that I had. I found a uh, Pantera comic that what? Mal- that, Mal- that Malibu put out, and it was real bad, and I couldn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, uh, if, if you're ever digging through quarter bins, uh, have a look for this Pantera comic. It's very bad. Was it written by anyone in the band or drawn by anyone in the band? No, it was written by Mike Carey. <laughs> so, like, what? What's the P- Pantera connection besides like? That's just, the thing. Yeah, like you just like a Kiss comic. And there's, there's a lot of Kiss comics, but I get that because like yeah. Kiss kind of has this thing built in where you can make comics out of it if you wanted to. Like, what the? What's a Pantera comic about? Uh, Pantera's doing a show at some shitty nightclub, and then demons show up and try and capture everybody so they can right. eat them and That's a little gain, too close to home. gain <laughs> their Pantera knowledge or whatever. R.I.P. Dimebag. I think he was playing cards when he first appeared in the comic. At any point, did they get awesome heavy metal-inspired superpowers? No. Then that comic book is garbage, null and void. And you but again, I didn't finish it because it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I read some more uh, Transformers comics today after taking a little break. Uh, I was not a huge fan of the Monstrosity miniseries. Yeah, those are definitely the weaker points. Yeah, and it kind of like... I really like whenever those kind of things pop up in these big hardcovers. I always feel like I want to skip them because they're not really you that totally necessary. Could. Okay, you totally skip them. Yeah. Okay. Totally so the next time one pops up, I'm probably just gonna skip it because they're they're pretty to look at, but like yeah. they're kind of just boring. Yeah, they, 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 it's all like old Cybertron shit, and they don't really plant a lot of seeds for anything that comes later. Um, I know. No. That uh, Levo Ramondelli does some work in Robots in Disguise at some point, so like, yeah. don't mistake that and skip over that because that's no, important. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's it feels very much like the old Transformers comics that I didn't give a fuck about, where everyone just sounds like the same. Yeah, very much that. Yeah, but I think it's it's Monstrosity. Uh, autocracy was the first one. And autocracy, yeah. You, you the, don't, the, Whatever the first one was, that wasn't too bad. It was all right, but Monstrosity was just boring. And if is like that if, the one where Megatron is like trudging across the sea of rust. Yeah, that was the one cool part about yeah, that thing. That was cool. But the like, rest of it's kind of give or take. And I, and I all like the Dinobot shit, which I re- I like the Dinobots quite a bit. When you make them boring, that's yeah. when you know something's wrong. Yeah, you can totally skip over that shit and be fine. Yeah, but then what came right after that was the uh, four-part arc where Megatron came back to Cybertron. Oh, fuck, yeah. And that shit was awesome. And now the Autobots have been exiled, and Starscream is king. Yeah. But the best part of that was Starscream's reaction to the the monologue he gives to Megatron's corpse. or, 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 like, his damaged body. Like, you know, I fucking did it. Like I want, and then you come shamble out of the fucking woods like an asshole. <laughs> like I fucking knew it'd be you. It was great. Yeah, those, those four Scream. issues were awesome. Starscream is such an interesting character in those books. Yeah. And again, that's what something like those, the monstrosity things, it loses that because again, they just all feel the same. They're just bad guys and good guys. That's all yeah. they are. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what made Transformers comics not very good for a long, long time, and why there's a huge barrier to entry for people, because that's all they know. They don't realize that, oh, wait, these characters all have very distinct features, and like they feel like people now that they've been given a good writing team. They're not just good guys and bad guys they're deeply flawed characters and there's a lot of things that make them interesting and they have relationships and you know Mm -hmm. it's it's, it's, yeah it's really good stuff i'm glad you're digging that i think what comes next that's all it's all good shit man yeah i i'm i'm debating about once i catch up with the hardcovers if i want to just start buying trades but i do like having everything in order (laughs) yeah that is kind of nice yeah, so I think I might just keep going with these hardcovers. Yeah. I've bought those books a lot of times. So I've not bought those hardcovers. I don't think I can, just because I've bought them a lot of times already. Yeah, at that <laughs> point, when you've bought them several times, you're, you're good. <laughs> I got the singles, and I got the trades, and I've bought a couple of Humble Bundles. Love like, I think I've bought two Humble Bundles for them, like, each. 
because okay. of the other shit that comes with them. So we got a lot of stuff. So yeah, the problem with the trades is that I don't believe those will come with like the spotlight issues and stuff. And there's plenty of times that some of those are actually pretty integral. Yeah, and they don't do them so much anymore, though. No, that's true. Yeah. Actually, so. yeah. Now that I think about it, I haven't seen one of those in quite a while. Yeah, that's kind of that's not that's what they do a whole lot of now. But they have like there's three ongoing books now. So yeah. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. Um. Anything to talk about, nice? Uh, yes. The only thing I really need to talk about is I uh, pulled up some old raw episodes the past couple of nights. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I specifically went looking for January 1998 before the Rumble because that's right around the time I started watching wrestling again pretty religiously and it was uh, i'm pretty sure the the episode that got me back into wrestling was the go home show for the 98 rumble and it was they they were planning on doing the drawing everybody drawing out their their numbers for the royal rumble but the entire episode was just stone cold just beating the fuck out of everybody <laughs> oh my god i remember that just yeah. running around just stunnering people beating them up in the back and so it was pretty cool and then uh you know the neck the next thing is the royal rumble and then the raw after that was the big stone cold mike tyson confrontation so it's like i got right on the horse right in time yeah no shit for it to, to hit big again so that's kind of cool but man What's funny is is you know there's people that are wrestling on those shows that I don't remember and I have never heard of since. <laughs> and uh, but one of the things I thought was cool was uh, the the episode in question that I'm talking about was the episode where Jim Cornette debuted the Rock and Roll Express. Huh. Whoa. As part of his NWA invasion. Oh my God! I remember that. No, and, yeah, they did that thing for just a little bit. Yeah. I remember there were a few episodes where, like, somebody would get clotheslined over the top rope, and Dim Cornette would be like, ring the bell! Yep, yep, it's they a disqualification. The over the top rope! Like, and the, the fucking Rock and Roll Express looked like they were 70 in 1998. Yeah. And those guys are still wrestling indies, huh? Yeah, they are. I thought that was funny. One of their comments at their Hall of Fame speech was, now we can ask for more money on our independent dates! <laughs> Jesus oh, and God. they will. There is, like, that's a thing. People will up their fees when they're, when they become a Hall of Fame member. I cannot imagine anyone ever finding either of those guys attractive. Well, it's a different Cornette, time, man. Watch those dudes have a lot of sex in the hallways. All the way to the I ring. it's brutal. <laughs> I heard it was just brutal to watch. Ridiculous. God, that was the weirdest part of that thing. So weird. There's old gay people and dildos. That's what I got. What? All right. Netflix. Grace <laughs> and Frankie. <laughs> that sounds... Never heard of it? Is oh, yeah. Nicole. Is Lily Tomlin in that? Yeah, it's Lily Tomlin okay. who, who plays the guy from one of those crime... Hill Street Blues. Not that one. That one's way too old for you guys. <laughs> Saying elsewhere? Yeah. Kelly doesn't know what the Hill Street Blues is. <laughs> um, no, one of the... Uh, is it, what was the one? The Dong. 
Uh, Law and Order. Order. Yeah, I think one of those. And then it's got Martin Short. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. So, so, yeah. So, Martin Sheen is married to Jane Fonda. And uh, Law and Order dude is married to Lily Tomlin. Oh, it's uh, Frank Langella. Yes. Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We watched that movie, Jose. Well, yeah, but that's not this guy. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh. Frank Langella? Grayson Frankly. Frank Langella. Frank Langella is 100% skeletal. No, Sam, Sam Watterson. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you're right. Yeah, it is Sam Watterson. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not saying Frank Langella is not skeletal. Okay. I'm saying he's not this gay old guy. Yeah, that's what I was That's what I was getting to. Yeah. S- Watterson is from Law and Order. Yeah. And he's the spokesman for the TD Waterhouse huh. commercials. So right. they're like family friends for 20 plus years. And the two wives never really got along. One's uh, uh, Law and Order and Lily Tomlin are like the hippie, heelist type people. And then Martin Sheen and Jane Fonda are the preppy, uptight, rich like thing. But they're both lawyers. They start a firm together. But they've been banging for the past t- 20 years. So like all oh. these family trips and the like these business things, they end up falling in love. They tell their wives. So this is after that's happened. Is that, that's, you know, that's the backstory. Yeah, that's so then the real, two, man. The two wives end up living together in Lily Tomlin's house, and then the two guys get married. But they're all still friends, but they all have these problems. And pretty much if you're 60-plus, you're in this. The dad <laughs> from Family Guy is a gay guy. Um, Ernie Hudson's in there. Not gay. Um, and, like, all kinds of fucking people. But it's, pre- it's pretty good. So Lily Tomlin makes her own all natural uh, lube and like they together create this dildo oh my meant God. for old women with arthritis oh. in their hands. So that's a whole <laughs> subplot. It, it's, it's a fucking, it's pretty cool. It's pretty that is cool. very specific. It's a pretty cool show. Right the fuck up. So you have this whole drama. Nicole of, loves it. Yeah, she loves that show. Yeah, it's like double odd couple where everyone wants to play a gay guy. Then you got these two chicks going at it. Not bad. Four swims. I'd give it to Jane Fonda. She's got a sweet ass for a fucking almost 80-year-old. Oh, yeah. Jane Fonda can fucking get it, son. She she throws down a couple times. She's in, like, some sexy lingerie. She wears some tight pants. Good for you, Jane Fonda. Good for you. So now I can't, like, see old people without thinking about them fucking. <laughs> it's real. It's really weird, man. I can't look at old people the same way. Hey, man, everybody bones, son. Everybody bones. I, those, I bet you those guys fuck. Ridiculous. It's cool. 
But check check the show out if you're not afraid of uh, old people, vibrators, and homemade lube, and watching actors who aren't gay play gay guys. So far, no gay sex. They haven't went full full bro- broke back. But you know these guys are fucking ninety, so their backs are already <laughs> mostly broken. Yeah, right. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, uh. broke back knee replacement. Ridiculous. Check it out. That's a sweet Netflix recommendation. You know what I mean? It's no Legion. Don't be expecting Legion. Man. Fucking Legion, you guys. Fucking Legion. Yeah. Did did you watch the after credits? Yes. I caught up, but I do know. Wait, what? No. Is that after credits? Oh, okay. Yeah, there is a post credit scene to the final episode, and it's awesome and let me know when you see it because i want to talk about it fire that motherfucker up since we're done with this show uh, how many is in the first season eight yeah it's not a long season oh, it's only eight okay so then i am almost done i i thought i was waiting on episodes no it's it was it was a short season okay cool so then i am almost done all right I kind of like that too, though. The fact that it yeah. is kind of short. Get in, get out, tell your fucking story. Cool. All right. So uh, let's wrap this shit up. I got to apparently watch a post credit scene on Legion. It's very important. But yeah. So uh, fuck it. Let's do it again next week. Have a good time. Let's do it I wonder on the recommendations how many times that Legion movie with uh vision in it where he plays gabriel or some shit <laughs> oh my god oh shit i forgot about that uh like how many how many people get halfway through it and they're like this don't look like x-men uh <laughs> adrian palicki is the pregnant chick in that movie oh it was doomed before it started and what's his name <laughs> uh what's his name uh blob yeah kevin, kevin durant angel i remember ah, seeing that fight. Fuck, uh, like kevin durant kevin That's durant Kevin Durant. Wait. Love that guy. Love that dude. Is it Kevin Durant? Durant with a D. Durant. <laughs> yeah, Durant, is the, is Durant the with a T. Plays it's the pronounced Durand like band. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Excuse Mahoney. Excuse me, George Perez. <laughs> and I oh, can see oh. that, too. Like, George Perez can get a little What's funny? What's um, funny is it's not pronounced George Perez. It's pronounced George Perez. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Let's George, go. you all right. What the fuck out of here? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, one more thing. I do dig on Legion how they give Homeboy due credit. Homeboy? Sure. Is it Perez? Uh, no, it's uh, Claremont. Claremont. And, and, uh, Claremont. Think- Claremont. Yeah, 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 yeah. Claremont. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That is great, yeah. Know uh, that guy. I gotta go. I got got poopy tummy. I'm gonna take care of that. Because we're all adults here. Just saying. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap this shit up. I'm gonna go take care of that and watch some Legion. And you know what? The night's still young. Who knows what might happen? I got two hours at least before bedtime. So. (laughs) Because I'm sick in the head. So yeah. (laughs) Email us. Popcast at panelsonpages.com or leave us a voicemail 616-951-1-POP. Motherfuckers again, man. I'll be, uh, I'll be a year older when next we speak on the Popcast. 
Oh no. man, cool. that really snuck up on me this year. Shit, me too, dude. <laughs> Fucking snuck up on me. Like somebody brought it up to me last week, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> I guess that is happening. Hey, don't blink, because when you blink, you're gonna wake up. And you're 37. <laughs> like Jose. <laughs> so watch out, motherfucker, because it's coming for you. Uh, watch out, mortality. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, love you. Night. Bye. It's, it's, it's the bad old days when young ladies are possessions and they haven't any agency, decision, or discretion. And we've got the choicest one right here, our famous daughter. A jewel that mustn't fall to any robber or marauder. She's the gilding on our fortune, but a portion of her beauty would be plenty to entice the finest. Thus, we're snooty. I'm like, who do you think is good enough for my little girl on? Because you know the whole world's wide, the whole world's long. And in the expanse of it, she might be the most valuable. Keep her in the house until she's wet. She might be malleable. She might take up with you. Interests that mean no marrying her then To the very, very handsomest of men Listen, it's a burden being wealthy But the rumors I collect indicate There is a suitor who could be without defect So beautiful a feature that he matches the bride Now he's courting in the evenings Hope the stars could align, collide Anything you could have, we have it Even got a devil in the attic Anything you could have, we have it Even got a devil in the In protection of our asset We keep her visage covered And his family's intent To do the same They say in shadow But tonight's the night it happens Please don't think us shallow We're excited to inspect him All we've heard He's such a prize They'll be wedded in our parlor Once she looks into his eyes Alright, please Nobody panic But there seems to be A supernatural disturbance upstairs
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.